eating healthy, living healthy, being healthy. This is the Holistic Keto Goddess Podcast, a podcast focused on holistic wellness and teaching you about incorporating the keto diet and lifestyle changes to achieve an energetic balance, teaching you how to live now so you don't struggle to live later. And now, your host, Jessica Ankaya. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jessica here. Uh, Today on Keto and Energetic Balance, I have Brittany Davis, who has a podcast with Jimmy Moore called One Step Deeper. And today we're going to talk about ADHD and her life since she's been diagnosed and how she manages it. And we're just going to delve into that, which I'm excited about hearing about because you know, as being a nurse practitioner and clinical practice, I've seen a lot of people that have taken certain medications for it. And I just want to see what interventions she does to help manage it without medications or in conjunction to medications. So we'll, we'll talk more about that. (laughs) All right. So how's it going, Brittany? What's up? No, it's going well. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was getting a little fretful because I am not feeling my best. Um, but oh, that's all that on Instagram. Yeah, I scared. I wasn't feeling my best, but I could still bring it even if I'm not at my best. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. That's awesome. Sometimes I've I've canceled before when I'm not feeling good. So that's kudos to you for that. <laughs> so let's talk about ADHD. Um, when were you diagnosed with it and are you currently taking any medications for it right now? Or tell me kind so, of, I, okay. It's a funny story. I bugged TikTok forever because I'm almost 30 and I was like, this is a teenager app. I don't need to be on TikTok. Well, my sister got me watching. And of course it starts out all the same. You see the little dances and that, any you know, of the typical TikTok stuff. And the more you get there, the more that algorithm is just like on point. And I got over to ADHD TikTok and I just kept hearing people talk about these things. And I was like, I have literally experienced this my entire life, but there's this really bad misconception that ADHD is young boys popping all around and they're just busy, busy, and they just can't sit still and that that's what ADHD is. And I learned on TikTok of all places that that wasn't the total truth. But yes, there are little boys who present in that manner. But the more I listened to these other people and specifically women who struggled with the inattentive type of ADHD, I was like, I have to go see. I just, I just have to go see. And so I started seeing a therapist and upon my arrival and walking in the door, it was one of the first things that I brought up and he wasn't like, yes, but he waited until the end of the session and, and he was like, I have never seen somebody so ADHD inattentive. I've never, like, I just never have seen it. And so still going through the, the technical, because this was just two months ago. I know you ask when, this was just two months ago. Wow. And the, the, the office that I was going to, um, it they said November, keep in mind, it's, August now, I started going in early or late June. Mm. Um, They couldn't get me an appointment until November to do the specific testing Mm. to have the official diagnosis. But I've been seeing my therapist every few weeks. And every time I go, he's like, 
we have got to get you in if we have a cancellation because we need to help you out. Now, moving on to the medication question. I don't take medication. I don't have the option to right now, um, even if, because I don't have the official, but I wouldn't, I don't think I would explore medication even if it was an option for me because I have, I'm 28 and I have lived with this for 28 years and I feel like there are some really bad days, but I've learned how to cope thus far. And I feel like if I'm having one bad day out of two weeks, I, that's okay with me. Right. Oh yeah. And you take the good with the bad and it's, it's all about balance and I like how you uh, say that you haven't taken anything yet and that that's great. So what are your coping mechanisms? Like what do you find helps you on a day-to-day basis? Okay, so a lot of the tendencies that I've picked up were unintentional through the years. And so if you guys are just hearing me for the first time, you don't know anything about the One Step Deeper podcast, a little bit about, about my backstory is I work in personal development. I it literally my bio says I'm a personal development enthusiast. So throughout the last few years, I've worked really hard to find ways to do life better. Like I had a little show called Better with Brittany and I was doing all of these tasks that unknowingly I was finding ways to cope with ADHD. And so it's been kind of funny looking back going, oh girl, <laughs> that was ADHD if there was one, but you know, um, different ways that I've now realize I'm coping with ADHD is exercise and I know it's a big taboo in the health world but caffeine caffeine affects me differently and I use caffeine as a way to get life done Um, it doesn't like give me that jittery boost that people talk about it just kind of chills me out where I can think and so I use caffeine Um, I have learned get it out my brain. Don't let it swirl. Write it down on a piece of paper. Even if I never look at the paper again, just put it on a piece of paper. And these are things that I've learned throughout the years without even knowing that I was helping the diagnosis. Yeah, that's good. It's interesting that you say caffeine because usually, I mean, caffeine is a stimulant, but it's more of like a natural stimulant. So usually Adderall is prescribed for people with ADHD, which is not not, I mean, a lot of people take it, don't get me wrong. And it's been around on the market for years and years, but it still has a lot of really bad side effects that you have to be careful with. And the good thing about caffeine is like, it's better, you know, it's, it's more natural. It's been around for a longer, I mean, you still have to watch out, but I would rather see someone manage ADHD with that versus Adderall if they can. I mean, of course they got to do what they got to do, but Yeah, and I've met a lot of people in the community since being on TikTok. I do have a pretty big following over on TikTok um, in the ADHD community. I make fun of it. I don't have a TikTok account. I'm going to have to look on, get one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a bunch of funny little, you know, anecdotes over there just to laugh about it and be funny. Um, But I've met a lot of great people who couldn't do life and had been just kind of skating through life and couldn't. Mm -hmm. do the things and so they did turn to medication and I think that that is great if that helps them in their life I think that's wonderful but like I said I have found one of my TikToks talks about my dopamine station that's my very nice coffee bar (laughs) 
And I do use that. I use that as, you know, if I need a meal of the day, my brain's not focusing, I'll go get me a cup of coffee and it just, it just helps. And, you know, I feel like, again, there's negative sides, but it helps me. And so I I do use caffeine for, I I got my caffeine right now (laughs) to help me get through. And it's okay. And as long as you, you're sleeping well at night, I mean, and you can, you can function with the caffeine, then it's okay to do. I mean, it'd be different if it's keeping you up awake all night and you know, you're jittery and yeah, it's, that's different. So you're, you're fine. And so that, that works. So I've seen you put on Instagram, you're talking about the 75 hard. So I've seen that on quite a few accounts. Um, can you just explain that a little bit? And is it helping you? <laughs> it seems like it is. Never. I've... So 75 hard for those who don't know is a program created by Andy Frisella and it's been around for a couple of years and there's a lot of people who joined in and, um, but there's basically five simple tasks. I'm not say simple, but that doesn't mean that they're easy. They're just simple. Yeah. You drink a gallon of water per day. This is all 75 days straight, a gallon of water per day, mm-hmm. two 45 minute workouts. One has to be outside rain, shine, snow, sleet, doesn't matter. Has to be outside. Um, follow, pick a diet, follow the diet, no cheat meals, no alcohol, just pick a diet. He doesn't care. Just stick to it. He doesn't care. Um, 10 pages of a nonfiction personal development book. I do that anyway. And then lastly, you have to take a progress picture every single day. And those are the five tasks. And you do that for 75 days straight. And I had seen the program before. And again, part of my backstory is I had a horrific hospitalization last year. I almost didn't make it. It was, it was really rough. And I have physical limitations from that surgery, surgeries that happened last year. And so I looked at this program going, I can, I can, I can, I can't. And I just looked at the list. And again, knowing what I know now about my ADHD brain, I knew, yeah, you know, I was telling myself that I couldn't. But what I've learned about ADHD and starting this, I'm on day 25 of 75 days today. Um, the routine is making my brain on fire in the best way possible. So having these things to stay accountable to, and even though people with ADHD will tell you routines suck, they're also awesome. They're great because when you get into a routine and you know, I have to do this, this, and this, and this, and you check it off the, it's, it's motivating. I don't know how to put it into words fully. I'm not an expert here. I'm brand new at, you know, this diagnosis, but I know that the exercise getting outside that gives me dopamine as my first boost in the morning of just getting going by getting my heart pumping. And then later in the afternoon, even if I don't want to work out, I know that if I do again, that same rush, I'm going to get that same rush of feel good. And then right. it's really hard to accomplish things. In my opinion, I think you can have the diagnosis of ADHD and, and become a great person who has big accomplishments, but there's just different hurdles that you have to go through. And definitely for me, that's one, but looking at a list and saying, Hey, I did these things today. If I did nothing else, I did these things. But these things often turn into, well, I've already done this, so I might as well do this. That's a that's another one of my TikToks, the might as well philosophy. 
if I'm doing the dishes, I might as well sweep. And if I'm sweeping, I might as well mop. And that's that's kind of the ADHD coping mechanism that I've come up with. Well, I might as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like what I do with my husband. It's like, look, you're already like doing the dishes. You might as well like get the vacuum out and, you know, run the vacuum after dinner and pick up the crumbs that the kids dropped, you know? So <laughs> I, I, I like that philosophy. That's a good one. So... <laughs> So what, uh, do you struggle during certain times doing this 75 hard, like say like before your period, maybe, you know, like the, the PMS time is, do you find that your, your ADHD is worse and it's harder to stick to that routine? Because I noticed personally, now I've never been diagnosed with, with ADHD per se, but I noticed that for me, like I get distracted easily. So but I noticed, especially that time of my cycle, it's like, my brain is like more flighty and like, I, I don't want to do as, as much and I'm hungrier, you know, so explain that. I mean, has it been hard with the cycle? I'm sure you've already gone through a cycle doing 25 days. Well, it's funny that you say this. I was just on the phone with Jimmy about this yesterday, almost in tears because I'm leading up to. So I started right after my cycle and, you know, knowing what I know about hormones, the week of my cycle and the week after Brittany's on fire. I can do anything. I got all the, I got all the dopamine. I'm good. But it's as I get closer to that week before leading up, I have I have absolutely no brain. I can't function. I I'm tired. I I was telling Jimmy, I was like, I don't know the science. Okay, I'm not a scientist here, but something <laughs> with progesterone. I don't know. It's just, it stinks. I don't like it. <laughs> so yeah, this is my first time really going through that. And this being 75 days, I'm going to experience this again. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to just take it as a learning experience of what I can do. I have just allowed myself to go, okay, I'm not at my best, so I'll do whatever I can. And yes, the hunger hits in, the moodiness, the I do not want to work out right now. I'm not in the mood. I have no energy. Yes, all of that has been hitting very hard this week. <laughs> I know that very well. And it's usually before you start the, the cycle itself, it's the PMS, the time leading. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, people are always complaining. I know there's a lot of women who complain on their cycle and I'm like, I get you, honey. I know that it's not fun, but it's that week before. I just, I just beg for it to start, please. Like, I know it's horrible. My yeah. anxiety just, yeah, it goes through the roof and I'm hungry and yeah, so I'm sure it's hard. <laughs> I was complaining to my husband. I'm like, you men folk who do 75 hard, it's not fair because you just go on about your normal lives and I'm just having to, all these extra things I have to deal with. Yeah, it's true though, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it's, so, it's so much harder for us and it's like we have to make accommodations during that time, but, and I just sometimes like, okay, I don't feel like it, you know, so <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yes, I think it's a good thing to, I'm all about self-awareness and, and going with the flow, which is a big problem with the diagnosis of ADHD. I have had a really bad tendency my entire life of if something, a small inconvenience is the worst thing ever. And it's just this big, even though in reality, it's this big, you know, it's teeny tiny. I tend to make it a lot bigger. And so that's been really cool with 75 hard to go. All right, Brittany, 
pull it back into reality. This is a small little bump. We can do this. So it's really yes. been good to help out with that. Yes. I'll have to look at that. That's, that's very interesting. So, and have you felt, so you were just diagnosed two months ago then. So that's fairly recent. So, I mean, I'm sure, what are your thoughts about life experiences and it affecting people that have ADHD or maybe your life experiences? What are your thoughts about that? And what tips do you have for those type of people, would you say? So the more I, more research I've been doing and learning about this, it's really a, a, the prefrontal cortex mm-hmm. that's the issue there. Mm-hmm. And the issue that I believe that I had, that I've gone undiagnosed for 28 years, and I think a lot of people deal with, is all of these tendencies I labeled as childhood trauma responses. But here's the thing. It is but it's also ADHD. And so I kind of make this laughing joke. It's not really funny. It's which came first, the trauma or the ADHD. Who knows? I don't know. I did deal with a lot of trauma. And as a child, again, I had to develop these coping mechanisms as a child in order to deal with the trauma. And so some of those things are just overlapping. And so my experiences as a child, number one, all the hyper talking and the the not really paying attention, the inattentive, the being by myself, all of these things that are ADHD and the forgetfulness, the, oh, that's just anxiety when it's actually ADHD, the depression, the daydreaming, all of that stuff got mismarked as, oh, she just stays in her room because she doesn't want to deal with her explosive stepdad, which was true but also true for over here. And so I think there's a lot of reasons why I didn't get diagnosed young, but I know a lot of people deal with that too. And again, dealing with personal development as I have, I've seen this overlapping thing that happens with other people who don't get diagnosed until adulthood when it becomes more of a, I don't even say more of a problem because it's a problem in in childhood. It just doesn't get seen as, oh, they're just a daydreamer. So I do think that my experiences that I felt in this life have affected me and have a, but have given me this opportunity and this ability to find other coping mechanisms to deal with this thing that is, I don't want to say wrong, that is different about my brain. Right. Yeah. And you're right. I think a lot of, there are a lot of people that are underdiagnosed and the diagnoses are not found in kids. And, you know, it's like if, if they were caught early on, then maybe there would have been a lot more interventions that could help save them besides medication. Yeah. So that that's, that's a good point to, to bring up. Um, so as far as coping, what other, what other tips do you have like for coping with ADHD? Like naturally, like, do you do any kind of meditation? Do you do, um, kind of elaborate that, elaborate on that a little bit. And, uh, so since starting 75 hard, I can say with absolute confidence, Mm -hmm. the things that I've picked up in doing on the program will continue after the program for me. Um, I can see the benefit of how much better I do in the rest of my life by adding these things in. I may take the two separate 45 minute workouts and kind of could join that because nobody likes to sweat twice a day. (laughs) 
so, hours. <laughs> oh gosh, it's annoying. It takes so much time. So let's just push that together. Um, but I, I've definitely done that. And I've also found this other supplement that I found right as I got the diagnosis. My brother has also struggled with ADHD his entire life. And he found the supplement called Alpha Brain. And I, it is night and day. I can take the instant. And I did, I did a live video where mm. I came on, not really feeling great, kind of how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> not feeling my best. And I took the instant alpha brain powder and you can see the switch within five to 10 minutes of just my brain turning on and being able to think and process and all of the multi-levels of thoughts instead of them being like a big wire, they just start to go in a horizontal line and they just start to make sense. And I can form sentences and I'm not speaking a million miles an hour and I can pull it back. And so Alpha Brain has really, really helped. It doesn't have caffeine. It's not caffeine based. It's um, mostly amino acids. And it's just something about the blends of those amino acids just makes my brain where I can actually function. And so again, I go back to that. I am very pro people choosing what helps them with their diagnosis but between caffeine and alpha brain and exercising and all these other things that I've been able to put in place I I like doing that and another thing that I do is um I have I externalize everything my internal thoughts oh man I'm I hope nobody ever has the ability to listen in on my thoughts because <laughs> do you remember those Bing commercials where somebody would say something and then it would, before you know it, they were talking about kangaroos and kangaroos would lead to talking about Cheetos. It would just, <laughs> yes. Like, yes. So that's my brain on a constant without caffeine uh, or alpha brain. <laughs> so I externalize everything. If it stays in here, I'm like, oh, it's a quick thought. If I don't write it down right then, it's gone. It's never coming back. It's not coming back. So I have a planner which is hilarious in the ADHD community because we're like, ooh, shiny. So I get a new planner and I'll use it for a month and then it'll get boring. And then I'll, oh, I need another planner. And then I'll use that one for a month. And then, oh, I need this one over here. Oh, well, so I funny. Right, yes, I have one right now. That's a swearing planner. <laughs> it's been the one that I have used the most consistently for the longest time because every few days there's some swear something and I'm just like I don't know it keeps me excited to look at it <laughs> you do what you gotta do you could you do what you gotta do and, and it comes with stickers <laughs> that's great that's awesome oh I love it yes love so it. that's yeah. just one of my things that uh I find the things that bring me the dopamine and bring me the happiness to just yeah. to just do the thing so that's yeah. one of mine that that's funny that's funny yeah I have a stamp that I use in my planner and like it's actually right here and my whole mission was like because what it says it's it's very inspiring right like she believeth she could so she did right yes and you think I use that do you think I use that in my planner? No, I've only used it. I can count on one hand how many times I've I've used it, and I bought it like three months ago. <laughs> so I think maybe I need to go. I need, I, yeah. So anyway, yeah. 
So yeah. it's been really funny being on TikTok. I posted my dopamine station and guys, it is at like almost half a million views right now. It is crazy. <laughs> People are loving the dopamine station, but everybody was like loving on my cup collection and talking about their ADHD collections. So I collect pens and cups and planners <laughs> oh, and, and all the things. And like you said, I may or may not use them. It's just, <laughs> yeah. if my brain wants to today, I'll use it. If not, it'll just sit in the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because I, it's so funny that you bring up the planner thing because that, that's exactly what I do. And I've gone through like three or four planners and I'm like, oh, I'm done with this. I'm done with this one. And, and then, you know, like, like I said, the stamp and um, yeah. So I actually, in the past, you know, cause I'm a nurse practitioner and, and one of the doctors that I was working with, I presented to him and I was like, you know, I think I might have some ADHD. And so I filled out a questionnaire and I got a lot of scores that were very conducive to it. So I do kind of, in, in all honesty, kind of live on a little bit on the ADHD side, even though I don't take anything for it. I did try Vyvanse and this was probably like, oh, it's funny because I'm just now thinking about this is probably three or four years ago. And it just kind of made me like super wired, <laughs> like, woo! and, you know, I was getting a bunch of stuff done, like cleaning and, you know, I'm, I'm going to go clean the whole house like every day, which that's not something I do every day. And, um, but the problem was with it is I didn't sleep very good. So I couldn't, I couldn't take it. And so that's why I just, my only experience with ADHD medication was not for ADHD, but looking back, I was like, oh girl, you shouldn't know. So after I had my third daughter, after I had my second daughter, I really struggled with postpartum depression really bad, but I was so yeah. stubborn and I didn't seek out help. And by the time I had my third daughter, I was like, I cannot do this again. I have three kids now, not two. I've got so much more on me. I, I have to seek something out. And so when I sought out medication mm -hmm. at that point, um, we tried the serotonin once, nothing, yeah. not, nothing yeah. helped. Yeah. And then they're like, well, let's try Welbutrin, which mm -hmm. affects your dopamine levels. <laughs> and it helped. Yeah. And I, and again, I've tried that too. I didn't know anything. I didn't know at this time, but it was the only thing that helped. And now knowing that Wellbutrin is prescribed to ADHD patients with as a non-stimulant option mm -hmm. and the fact that it helped me so much during that time, I'm like, oh, you should have known. <laughs> you should have known. But I think, yeah. I think mine went uh, undiagnosed for so long because it hid as anxiety and it just skated through as anxiety, which that's okay. It's all right. I know now, and now I know how to deal with it a little bit better, but yeah, that's my only experience with medications that it wasn't intentionally for ADHD, but it ended that's up helping. Funny. Yeah. It ends up helping. Yeah. And, and I felt super focused, more focused when I was on that. And I'm not saying it's bad because if you need it, you know, you need it. You got to do what you got to do. But for me, my experience was the sleep. And when I don't sleep, I'm like a beast. Well, I think a lot of us are, but <laughs> me especially is like, Rrr. so yeah. Yeah. I do kind of live. 
I, th I think I've definitely still have it a little bit. And I just, like you, I just, you know, try to do the best I can, but I'm interested in this 75 hard to see. I, I, I think I might, might try that. So it's something about those check boxes that mm -hmm. get, which you know and I don't want to get too off subject I do get into like Enneagram discussions and personality types and I'm definitely a type a person give me a check box to, to check and I'm gonna I'm gonna do that thing yeah maybe <laughs> I know I love check boxes like oh Yes. Oh, like yes. a candy, candy store. Love that. Exactly. Love those check boxes. Yeah. Now I I know exactly what you're talking about. So, but it's it's good. I'm glad that you're you're finding relief with the semi fry part. It gives me hope. I'm I, you know I might I might end up trying that soon here too and and see how I respond. <laughs> and even though it sounds like it'll be challenging during my cycle, well the seven days prior, but I'll just have to deal. <laughs> yes. But. Where can the audience find you? I know you're on Instagram and you have the One Step Deeper podcast with Jimmy. Is there any other, do you have a website or do you have anything else going on now? I know you're on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. If you want uh, the business side, you know, like mullets party in the back, business in the front, party in the back. Okay, so the business side is Instagram. The, the handle's the same. Um yeah. So the front is Instagram, that's becoming.brittanylee. And then the party's over on TikTok, also becoming.brittanylee over there. And I just have fun over there. And I let down all the guards, all the ADHD quirks. It's all over there. Whereas Instagram, I try to be a little bit more professional. That's my personal page. If you want to know more about like personal development and that side of things going one step deeper that's the podcast with jimmy and that's yeah. on instagram and facebook and anywhere you listen to podcasts and everywhere you can find it by one step deeper podcast and we go in depth we've covered not necessarily a whole episode on adhd but we've talked about you know how it's playing a factor we've talked about 75 part over there but those are the main places that people can find me if they're interested in and learning more and listen I am <clears throat> I say this on all of my podcasts I am the type of person please message me please I, I love to hear from people and I am not a huge account I could still personally message everybody at this point I love hearing from people if you think maybe you have ADHD or maybe you're having some issues or some struggles. Listen, I love to talk to people. I really do. I stress that point so much. Message me about anything. I'll hear you out. I love to talk. I have inattentive ADHD. I love to talk. <laughs> well, that's, that's great. That's, I know that's the benefit of not being, I'm not a bit really big account yet either, either on Instagram. Can't talk today. <laughs> ADHD kicking in. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm just getting started. I've had my Instagram account again, man, it's really bad accounts for not even a year now. So, and, and my blog, I started last year. So that that's, that's good. That personalization where you can message, people can message you and that's, that's nice. So anyways, well, I think that's about it. That was the questions. This has been really great. And so awesome. I hope to work with you in the future and yeah absolutely maybe after 75 hard is over we can talk about that <laughs> yes i'd like to hear how you did and you know after the 75 days and yeah. if i end up doing it i'll definitely let you know <laughs> yeah awesome thank All you right.
All right. See you. Take, take care, Bernie. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been the Holistic Keto Goddess Podcast with Jessica Ankaya. Follow the Holistic Keto Goddess on social media like Pinterest, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have any questions about today's show or how you can live a healthier life, visit HolisticKetoGoddess.com and go more in-depth with blogs and healthy living resources. Like, share, subscribe, and listen wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Keto Goddess Podcast with Jessica Ankaya.